Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hugh Keevans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are in the studio and the top team are enjoying some Scottish Cup action. Fraser Wishart is on the verge of a real big storyline and I wonder, Fraser, if there are any signs of, of Motherwell changes at the break? Yeah, I'm actually just looking at Gordon at the subjects warming up and trying to work out. I can't just now see who's not there because there's only six players of the nine who are actually out warming up at the moment. There was nine and three of them have gone off, so... so I, that's a sign to me that there are going to be changes, and, and you couldn't. Uh, I think you, you couldn't argue with that. I think any one of the the, the, the eleven players, because Liam Kelly didn't cover himself in glory for, for, the, for the goal, but certainly the outfield players, any of them could could come off. A pretty insipid performance. Started okay, got a few good balls into the penalty box, but right inside O'Donnell doing okay, and Danzaki as well. But uh, after that, it's just been all wraithovers. You know, they've, they've been. We talked about their fitness and the midweek. Game, we went to extra time, they've been looked fitter, stronger, sharper, just full of confidence, knocking the ball around really nicely. Stanton's been outstanding, Connolly outstanding, Scott Brown, who's a skipper in the midfield, brilliant, and uh, it's a long, long way back. If Mother will get anything out of this game, then it'll be, it'll be a, a fantastic comeback in a strange way for a Premiership club because they're so far out of this game, I just can't see them even getting a goal. In, in a strange way, though. Fraser, I mean, you would still make the changes anyway. You have to do something. You have to roll the dice. But would it be just that? Would it be rolling the dice? Because Motherwell are where they are in the league table, and they're where they are on their current run of form. Because there aren't players you can hang your hat on, and they've added nine new ones to the mix. So you don't know who you can rely on out of them either. Totally. If, if, if in a long run like this, if you're not playing for Motherwell, then you're clearly out of form. And I can look now, it's Max Johnson, Stuart McKinstry and Ollie Crankshaw are coming on. I can't see Stephen O'Donnell, who looks like he's he's gone. I think Dan Zaki, who, who's just floated around, he, the game's just kind of passed him by. The, the new signing Japanese lad, he, he's gone as well. And I think Ross Tierney might have come off as well. So they're looking to, certainly McKinstry and Crankshaw, to, 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 to do the business. I mean, it'll actually be a beaker. Yeah, a beaker's gone off. So, so a lot of change in an attacking sense. And no surprise he's made those, those, those three changes. McKinstry in particular, I've seen Mother this year, he's been the most attacking threat, the biggest attacking threat. So I'm surprised he's on the bench. But uh, for, for, for him to be your kind of saviour, a young lad like that, then I think that just points to the, the sort of really, really difficult circumstances Mother will find themselves in. Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. Is it as simple then as 45 minutes to save your job, Stephen Hamill? Probably. Fraser Wishart, the former Motherwell player, has delivered a damning verdict on what's going on there by saying that Motherwell do not look as sharp or as <coughs> fit as a mid-table championship team, Wraith Rovers. And Fraser says he cannot see Motherwell get a goal, far less two, to get them equality and to save themselves on the day A damning indictment 45 minutes to save his job and I would, you know I what, would say so Always caveat that by you know, It's not nice to have those discussions yeah. Is it just an inevitability about football now though? Yeah, I think so um, And just the way it's been going for him I mean the result in isolation is bad enough uh, I know Wraith are mid-table championship But still, it's bad enough But the run he's been on the performance level today as well to match it. It's not like Motherwell have been battering Wraith and they've went up and scored twice at the blue. Fraser's just told us there. It's been pretty much all Wraith, so that's enough. 100% for me. 
Um, as much as it pains me to say it, um, because we all know the lad's a great lad, a uh, great servant to the club. But as a manager, it's your job to get results. He can't get results. He can't win football games. Um, so he's made substitutions. Not surprised with that. But I think it's just a case of, I'll make changes because I need to make changes. We hear Motherwell supporters who go to the game week in, week out, and they complain about no structure, no tactical decisions. We've got guys on saying that, you know, middle part's not strong enough. We get nine new players in. We're looking for a lift. It's not happened. And unfortunately, in this game, it's supposed to be a results-driven business. Right now... Stevie Hamill is failing in all accounts. I think when things are bad, Mark, it's easy to leap on absolutely everything, right? Which is, which is a bit unfair. But if even the substitutions, it's like what we said at the top of the show. You're asking guys to come into a new team, a new environment. Some of them a new country, hit the ground straight away, and that that's difficult in itself. But but then if they don't, I mean, just take those substitutions. So Abika off at half time, then ineffective. New signing Danzaki. A lot of effort to bring someone over from the other side of the world. Hooked again, ineffective, clearly. Stuart McKinstry, young Scottish player, who was obviously who was lauded, not lauded, that's too strong, who was believed to be one of Motherwell's best players on a number of occasions this season. He comes on to save the day uh, with with Max Johnson. You know, guys that were young Scottish players who were already there, they were already in the building before yeah. uh, all these new players were signed. You're then turning to these guys to go and potentially save your skin. It's just all a bit messy, isn't well, it? Well, it's a bit random. McKinstry's the one that I look at the Motherwell team sheet every week and when I see him not on it, I just wonder why. Because looking from the outside, which I am, usually watch Motherwell much more closely than I do, McKinstry looks the standout player, the one that's the most creative, the one that's most likely to have a pot mm. from distance to get you a goal. And again, he's on the bench and he's come on. So, big 45. Yeah, huge. A big scoreline brewing there in the Championship. High-flying Queen's Park. It's now Morton 3, Queen's Park 1. Jack Baird uh, with the goal there. Let's do this, Hugh, before we go any further. Yep. The second half teaser. With the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. For the best football news and opinion online. I have played alongside Michael Gardine and Nanny. I have been managed by Eddie May and Marco Silva. I lost the only major domestic cup final I played in while I was in Scotland. Who am I? So played alongside Michael Gardine and Nanny. Managed by Eddie May and Marco Silva. I lost the only major domestic cup final I played in while I was in Scotland. Who am I? I like that question. Not giving you too much info today because I think it's it's doable. Very doable. Let's see how you go at Clyde SSB. We're just looking for one tweet with your name on it. And that is all you need to give us. Uh, with Sorry, with the name on it of the Who Am I? So let's see what you've got. Any initial ideas, Gordon DL, Mark Wilson? No, not just now, no. You're usually quite good at these. We're, we're, digest, we're digesting the information. Mm. Big result at the top of League One. League leaders Dunfermline 3-0 down at third place Airdrie. Going in, that was the as they stood going into today. 3-0 to Airdrie there. So that really shakes things up. I can think of one Clyde, one presenter who will be... Raging at that turn of events Absolutely Our colleague Stephen Mill won't be happy uh, And the team sandwiched in between those two in the table Well they've got 
bigger fish to fry because they're off to Darville on Monday night, aren't they? Falkirk, of course. So we're looking forward to that one. Nothing yet in the second half. So I think a change there for Livy, Curtis Guthrie, on for Stephen Bradley. So David Martindale, uh, they've got a bit of work to do as well, yeah. Hugh. Um, you know, it's a team that's having a what you would call good season in the Scottish Premiership. That's something you wouldn't say about Motherwell. So if they were to miss the opportunity to go through at home to lower league opposition, that would be a real blow for Livy. Yeah, Billy Dodds at Cali Thistle, battlers, all of them. Uh, and that pulls them through But you're right Libby have had What I'd describe as an honourable season They don't have any money They can't even afford to put VAR in for the day They have a very small supporter base But they do have Davey Martindale Who gets terrific performances out of his players I dare say there's been a, a bit of a rant in the dressing room Right, sorry Hugh How important is this going to be? A goal at Starks Park Right Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements, and it's a goal for Motherwell. Kevin Van Veen, a left-footed shot from 16 yards, deflected off Nolan and into the net. I'm not sure Stevie Hamill will care how many deflections it takes. It has hit the back of the net, and Motherwell are back in it. They still trail by two goals to one. It's still a far from ideal scenario, but they've started the second half the way. That they had to, quite simply. They've given themselves a fighting chance now. Before that goal was scored, I was going to say to you that they're making change for change's sake. It all signals a lack of joined up thinking. Six changes from one game to the next, then three changes at half time in the next game. Uh, but now you're talking fighting chance and you're talking about the Wraith Rovers players who Fraser Wishart said looked fitter and sharper. We'll see what's left in their legs having played. For two hours in midweek yeah, Not a vintage goal Gordon But I, I don't think this is a beauty contest They'll take that all day long Oh, Unbelievable Especially right after half time I said um, There Gordon Before the half time um, Games got on their way again That it was Stevie Hamill's Biggest half time team talk He had to get in there He had to make His, his words heard He had to get a reaction And that is a fantastic reaction And now it gives them mm. a, that bit of confidence, a bit of spring their step. They'll look to get back into this game 2-2 two, two as quick as possible. But they need to watch because I'm not convinced that Motherwell are very good at the back. Mind yeah. you, what about the forecaster that is Fraser Wishart? I can't see Motherwell score a goal. Six minutes later, Motherwell score a goal. Ooh, hold on. What have we got here then? Let's check in. Goal flashes. With Clyde Built Home Improvements Livingston nil, Inverness Cali Thistle 1 Are the two championship clubs about to knock out the two premiership clubs Billy Mackay How many goals has that guy scored north of the border And he's got another one today That one could be an important It's a volley into the top corner An early contender for goal of the round And Billy Mackay 51 minutes on the clock Puts Inverness 1 up at Livingston At the end of the day You're talking about the team who are 4th in our premiership There's a Celtic There's a Rangers there's a Hearts, and then it's Livy. Uh, so, with the greatest respect to Billy Dodds, Inverness Cali Thistle shouldn't be coming down to the fourth top team in the Premiership and winning on their ground. So, Davy Martindale has half an hour to sort this out. 
Unbelievable that one When you look at the league positions this year And how Livy are going And then you look at Inverness Who last season yeah, went all the way And just missed out But this season have fell away But see when you've got a guy like Billy Mackay In your side A natural goal scorer You're always going to give yourself a chance So that would be A huge shock if that continues Yeah I, I do agree I didn't see that coming I thought Livingston would probably be comfortable in that game Especially at home Away from home is completely different But they've no excuses They're at home uh, Artificial pitch Against a championship side They should be winning that game But so far All the credit must go to Billy Dodge and his players Game on then We've got some potential drama uh, Bubbling away Motherwell are still losing But they are back in it And Livy are also trailing by a goal to nil at home to Inverness. We're not done for the afternoon, remember, at five o'clock because we've got a big one in this part of the country. Celtic against St Mirren at Celtic Park. Let's get an early scene setter with Gabriel. Yeah, thanks, Gordon. We should be getting team news any minute now, so if it does come in, I will give it to you. Just here at Celtic Park, the St Mirren team are out here right now, and as we all know, they are the only side that have beaten Celtic domestically all campaign. If they were to repeat that feat today, it would be more than a cup shot. But of course, the hoops are in fine form. A bit of a strange week for them. No midweek game, of course. Their manager, Ange Postacoglu, being linked with the vacant managerial role at Leeds United all week. There was no official approach from Leeds United, uh, but when John Kennedy, the assistant boss, took his place at for, for press yesterday, the rumour mill was in full flow, but Kennedy assured us it'd be decided over a week ago. Postacoglu will be on the touchline today, and we're told he's committed to building something very special at the club. And Celtic are starting to gather pace to that special thing. They've got that League Cup final in just two weeks' time. Uh, a win here, and they'd be through to the quarter-final of the Scottish Cup. Of course, Postacoglu losing the semi-final last season, and we all know nine points clear at the top of the league as well they did beat St Mirren at 4-0 here a month ago but John Kennedy was telling us yesterday as well it's different in a cup we all know that it's got more of an edge there are no second chances really looking forward to this one Gordon and as I said team news will be any minute now all Mullerwell at Starks Park but still trailing and we've got another one of these to tell you Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. It's a goal for Kilmarnock at ho- away, sorry, to Dundee United. Kyle Vassell header from a corner. And it is the visiting team that is in front there as well. Not a lot to separate those sides in the league, so wouldn't go down as a shock necessarily. Um, but good time to score. Certainly is. And Vassell, you know, being a bit unlucky in front of goal, can't seem to get a goal in the league, but he's put his side ahead in the Scottish Cup. I did fancy Kilmarnock today by the odd goal. All going bad for Dundee United. I hope my old team know. Well, come back. Bottom of the league, one foot towards the exit door of the Scottish Cup. Tony Ashgar, the top man off the park at Tannadice during the week, inviting supporters to come and speak to him about the team. My door is always open, he said. Will there be a queue outside mm. his door at five o'clock if this? Scoreline becomes the result Yeah I was hearing Wraith are looking a bit panicky And it is all Motherwell but still nothing there Killy the latest team to go in front At Tannadice I was about to spark a debate about who might play uh, For Celtic They've got so many options Will Ange Postacoglu rotate He played a very strong team at home to Morton 
in the previous round, remember. But before I could even get that debate up and running, we've got the Celtic team. So take it away, Gabriel. Yeah, just one change for the hoops. David Turnbull comes into that three-man midfield for Rayo Hetate, who drops to the bench. So the team is as follows. Joe Hart in goal, a back four of Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter, Vickers, Carl Stahlfeld and Greg Taylor. Captain Callum McGregor at the base of the midfield with Turnbull and Aaron Moy in front of him. Jota off one wing with Dyson Maida off the other and Kyoga Furuhashi leading the line. The substitutes, Bain Haksibanovic, Abada, Kobayashi, Iwata, O'Reilly, Hetate and Forrest. So full strength from Celtic. Yeah, no rotation there, Hugh. Like no. I think everyone knows if... If it was a must-win cup final tomorrow, you probably had yeah, Hatati would play in, in front of David Turnbull. But you know, there's no. I saw people speculating would O start with a Wata play Kobayashi. None of that. Well, you can't have a weekend in which you rightly, justifiably trumpet the fact that you've got fifty million in the bank, that the Champions League has made you a fortune, uh, and then play with. The Scottish Cup, which is the, the one trophy that Ange Postacoglu has not won since coming to Scotland. So Celtic take their business seriously. I thought that uh, Hatati looked a wee bit tired last week against St Johnston. Uh, David Turnbull came mm-hmm. on, scored a goal. Uh, I think O, who made the goal in, in the sense that he was the player pulled down by Considine. I think uh, that mm. O will get some game time second half, assuming mm. that Celtic have done their jobs properly. I suppose the only... The, I get the way that Hughes spun it, Gordon, mm. but I'm not sure you would be playing with the Scottish Cup by giving a start to Haksabanovic or James Forrest or Kobayashi. Do you know what I mean? Because on one hand... Hugh references the fact that Celtic made all that money. Well, that shows you mm-hmm. the that shows you the gulf between them and, and St Mirren. Look, it's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm just reacting to the to the team there, and uh, I think a few less changes, a few fewer changes than people expected. Yeah, um, it's just the way Postacoglu goes about his business. Gordon, it's a very strong starting lineup. Um, you're right. He could have brought in two or three other players and. Celtic fans would have been delighted with the, the team because he's got quality in his squad. You look at his bench this afternoon, if he needs to go to his bench, he's got international players there with bags and bags of quality that can come on and turn a game, but that is a real statement of a starting mm-hmm. eleven today. Mark, you're the former Celtic man in here, what do you make of it? You know what, I'm not surprised. Uh, you know, they're playing to such a level at the minute that I, I kind of agree with you that in a knockout competition... You know, why would you jeopardise it? And I get the whole fact the bench is so strong and any of them could come in. But when you've got a good thing, you know, just keep it rolling along. Now, Turnbull certainly doesn't weaken the team. Hatati, obviously, one of the standout players. But he doesn't weaken the team that much. So, no surprise at all. But Ange Postecoglou's kind of taking Celtic in a different life form to be not. Because that bench now, those subs aren't just used for time wasters or 10 minutes here and there. They're getting mm-hmm. big yeah, chunks of the game. You know, so it's like it's almost two sides that he can bring on and just refresh everything. What about St Mirren then? You will remember they went to Celtic Park in the league not that long ago and they went for it and they caused some uncomfortable moments early on, but of course Celtic are too strong in the end. How have they gone today, Gabriel? They've gone strong as well, Gordon. Two changes from their 1-0 loss to Hibernian last week. The team is as follows. It's Trevor Carson in goal. Looks like it will be a back five. Uh, Ryan Strain, right wing back with Marcus Fraser. Uh, we've got uh, 
Gallagher, Richard Taylor and Scott Tanza completing at the back five. Gogic, uh, Keanu Bacchus and Mark O'Hara in the middle and Alex Grieve and Curtis Main up top. The substitutes are Minsky, Shaughnessy, Kenny, Small, Flynn, Kilty, Offord, Jameson and what That is how the Saints line up. Yeah, yeah. strong. Yeah, pretty similar to what they lined up. Um, Celtic Park not that long ago and Curtis Main was up against Kobayashi that night and Kobayashi did well against him but they carried a threat in the opening stages of that game. Um, so Celtic will know that it won't be a walkover it won't be easy and they'll need to start the game in their usual fashion quick and get that St Mirren Cup final two weeks tomorrow you don't want to be dealing with what would be the major shock of going out of the Scottish Cup on your own ground 93 years since St Mirren beat Celtic at Celtic Park in a Scottish Cup tie I couldn't go I'd school the following day but uh <laughs> You know, that's the kind of odds against St Mirren this evening. And Ange Postacoglu, after the kind of week that he's had, speculation linking him with the English Premier League, Ange Postacoglu wants his team to go out there and get about their jobs properly. That game actually summed up the, the challenge, Gordon. Um, St Mirren had Ayunga and Maine up top. Ayunga, mm-hmm. as we know, is now uh, injured. Um, Erehon has left the club. So it was. Not, not an entirely different team A couple of changes And St Mirren tried They tried early on You know They, they put balls in the box There was long throws they, they went direct They really ruffled Tried to ruffle uh, Some Celtic feathers And Celtic then won 4-0 mm-hmm. So you know that Stephen Robinson Will be all too aware Of just how tough it is Before you answer oh. my Before you answer my question How's about this? Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Livy nil, Inverness 2, and it's Sean Welsh this time who has scored for the visiting side. 62 minutes gone in a similar scenario to what Motherwell were in the first half, but now Livy are two down. They've got less time to react. And uh, if the David Martindale hairdryer wasn't out before the game, he'll be plugging in as we speak. In terms of embarrassment, I, I have to harp on about league positions here. This is the fourth best team in the Scottish Premiership. The fourth best team. And Inverness Cali Thistle are in the bottom half of the Championship. So that is a very poor scoreline. It reflects poorly on Livingston. Mm. It's a romance of the cup here. Yeah. It's a romance yeah. of the cup. I mean, Livy went out. Uh, Inverness went out of this cup, remember. <laughs> and are back in because of an ineligible Queen's Park player. Yeah, uh, and they're taking advantage of that, obviously. Um, Livingston are in trouble because that gives Inverness such a lift. 2-0 away from home and you're you're in the second half now. So it's not like they've scored two early goals and there's a long way to go. Living need, like Motherwell, a quick response. Yeah, it's all Motherwell, but there is no equaliser yet. Three Wraith players have been booked in quick succession. Spittles just fired wide from 20 yards. There's a former Motherwell player who's shaken things up. Uh, at Capolo, Morton 3, Queen's Park 2 Connor Shields has got another one back for Queen's Park And Airdrie had gone down to 10 men Matthew Todd's now added a second So maybe that bad day for Dunfermline at the top uh, Will turn around because it's Airdrie 3, Dunfermline 2 So good games in the SPFL today There you are Hugh, what was it, the M20? M23 Derby, yeah Solly March has great been Brighton day, one up Great day for us uh, Archie, my... Uh, season ticket holding grandson at Brighton He'll be happy Three of my 
grandsons were at Clyde Bank today. Michael, Ruben, Noah, and they watched the Bankies win 2 1. Mm. So go home and celebrate. Don't go near our house, go to your own homes. <laughs> <laughs> I took a walk over to Clyde Bank Shopping Centre before the the show, and I noticed quite a few people walking about with Bankies yeah. tops on mm. and tracksuits and hoodies and all the rest of it. Yeah, the community feel. Got you smiling tea, at didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> you, over there? you got a big tea I over walked, there, did you not? I walked into that one, didn't <laughs> yeah. I? Do you know what's worse? I can still smell it It's everywhere Everywhere I know So I walked over To Clydebank Shopping Centre With with no thoughts Of what I would get For my lunch UK I thought I'll just see What grabs me And I thought I have cracked this I have thought Outside the box I'm not interested In your budget bakeries I'm not interested In your six inch Or your foot long sandwich I'm not even going The extra couple of hundred yards To Asda At the far side As I walked past The local butcher I clocked it Ready meals out the butcher how, how, I mean how good That would be yeah, great, great Fresh great. produce yeah. Must be brilliant Well priced I picked myself up A nice satay And rice Brought it back here <laughs> Heated it up In the microwave <laughs> I was feeling Very <laughs> smug about myself You three complimented How good oh, it, how yeah. good it, it looked great. Yeah. Uh, And I sat down On a fairly Flimsy couch And table scenario In the office <laughs> And I dropped The full thing Boom Right onto the carpet And you know that Horrible <laughs> office carpet That every office has yeah, got yeah, yeah. Look at one and all gets kind of stuck uh, oh. in the carpet. It was it was on my, my trackies, on my hand, and because of the shock, I then I put my my head in my hand, so I rubbed some of it th- oh. through my hair. And I can still smell it, and I didn't get anywhere near as much lunch. Brilliant. I Brilliant. I'm glad you enjoyed the office. it. Yeah, and not only that, somebody, and it wasn't the Dazzler, and it wasn't the Mushroom, and it certainly wasn't me with the Nokia, but somebody got the mobile telephone out and took a mm. photograph of the food lying at your feet. Yeah. He then sweeped it up for me, to be fair. Yeah. I was quite happy with that. I just sat back with my feet up and let someone else do it. It was quite a nice, <laughs> quite a nice moment. To be oh, fair, you swept up a few you. bits yourself. Nah, listen, what's the five second rule? <laughs> yeah, not going to harm anyone, is it? Back in the place. Yeah, it was funny. Funny, mate. Took anyway, it I'm glad though. you liked took it, it well because... because it was right before the show And it's sort of lingering Either from my hair or my <laughs> my clothes I don't know, it wasn't great was it That'll teach me to be so smug about my choice <laughs> I saw and you, you, big, you uh, lot Tucking into your unhealthy options A few grandstand finishes on the, the way here You know with the, the Motherwell Scoreline 2-1 Wraith With the uh, then the United trailing 1-0 to Kilmarnock yeah, Wraith just hit their own crossbar Which is never oh advisable either mm, They sound as if they've imploded uh, So a big finish And in the Championship of course 3-2 now for Morton against Queen's Park And 3-2 Airdrie against Fairman in League 1 Airdrie's the place to go this year If you're an Airdrie fan You're quads in Because guaranteed goals every week Miss McCabe doing a great job here Yep, high drama there. Uh, if the English Premier League is your thing, Arsenal won Brentford nil. It's a former seagull, is it not? That's yeah, that yeah. Leandro Trossard. Yep. Traitor. <laughs> Who do Leeds play this weekend, actually? Uh, Man U. Man United, United again, yeah, isn't it? Again, yeah, so. Um, assume they won't have their. Ah, nobody wants to take charge you, for that one. If you're a Leeds fan, no, it didn't yeah, go too badly. The other night, yeah, the assistant, the assistant, and we, and we shout maybe, maybe they'll just get it. And but I mean, if you're a Leeds fan, you you watch three different men turn down the job. I mean, this is the English Premier League, supposed to be the biggest league in the world, etc., etc. Three people have turned it down. Yeah, we'll watch that one with interest. Someone, somewhere, for a rights-holding broadcast company is getting their microphone ready uh-huh. to 
tentatively ask Ange Postacoglu before the game his first mm-hmm. sentence Ange's first sentence will end with mate I've got and a, at that I've point got a you're sunk tie to look forward to mate yeah you're, at maybe, that point you're sunk maybe ask me again afterwards I don't know if you'll yeah. say that oh sorry Hugh Crystal Palace have equalised oh, against the goals mm-hmm. uh, how are you faring with this teaser do you two have it yet in the no, studio no, no, still no, not no, wow, I think okay. it's difficult uh, remind really us difficult. of it Hugh I have played alongside Michael Gardine and Nanny I have been managed by Eddie May and Marco Silva I lost the only major domestic cup final I played in while I was in Scotland who am I? Okay, you have various answers here to pick your way through. Craig Graham thinks it might be Lewis Morgan. You, I, I can see where he's coming from with that one. Barry Welsh thinks maybe Thomas Gravison. Tommy Gravison, no, he's still looking for Mark Wilson. Oh. Bailey thinks it's Pedro Matinho. Oh. No. Uh, Scott Burke thinks Bruno Alves. No Okay keep your guesses coming Bedazzle's got it What are you exhaling at over there Have you got, got it I've got it Good yeah. well, It took you a while yeah. yeah It wasn't great today A lot of people have got it quicker than you <laughs> It doesn't matter to me just I'm still just, man just, I've just, got it okay, Fantastic we are, we are good today oh. Well I had nothing to do with that Which is That's Making good. me uh, suspicious uh, You came up with that Oh, quite I, I easy. told you he's been very twitchy on that phone. I just, today. it's like a jigsaw. <laughs> you start from the outside, work your way in. <laughs> what? And all the pieces just <laughs> fell in together. You mean you don't open the box? You start, <laughs> <laughs> you start from the outside. Well, I've got it anyway, so I'm delighted with that. Clock ticking, clock ticking at Starks Park, Tanadice. 4,436 there as well. A great, a great crowd, a brilliant, a brilliant travelling crowd. And um, they will be alarmed at what they... Well, to a point, alarmed because they're still losing, of course, but they definitely look like they are, at least at this stage, the most likely to score next. But there is, as Hugh says, there's 70 minutes gone now. Oh. As a Motherwell fan, Gordon, do you have faith in an equaliser? Or are you resigned... To think you always sort it's of, never happened. You always sort of fear the worst. I tend to be quite glass half empty at times, but it just sounds like they might. It sounds like they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you fancy them, don't you? Well, Fraser's half time might not be enough to go through. Remember? Yeah. The, the, the description of the game at half time from Fraser, speaking about a fitter looking, sharper looking Wraith Rovers, and now the word we're getting back from Starks Park is that. Wraith Rovers are now all over the place. I, th- I think and they were going to tire, weren't they? Yeah, after uh, midweek. Well, they've still got that um, adrenaline that they're in the next round of the cup just now. If Motherwell had to score and it went into extra time, you're looking at <sighs> players. You, you'd press their belly button; their legs would come off. They would be absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> there'd be absolutely no chance after obviously what happened in midweek. So they'd be under pressure. Mother will be firm favourites for that. Do you think Pep Guardiola ever used that expression? <laughs> he I'm pressed the belly button, the legs would fall off. Yeah, I would guess not. But there are only twenty minutes remaining, so we have passed the halfway point of the second half. Motherwell could be doing with getting another one soon, and you'd have to see if Livy managed to provide a sucker punch. That might well be. That There's quite a scoreline coming in from down the road mm. As the phrase goes Leicester 4, Tottenham 1 That's a real going over Antonio Conte of course uh, Been back mm-hmm. in Italy for a gallbladder operation But it's it, it, They flatter to deceive Tottenham uh, What a stadium What a player in Harry Kane But he'll I think he'll go in the summertime 
Yeah, not too many uh, big talking points to bring you from those games at the moment. We did give you teams from Celtic against St Mirren just uh, minimal changes to the Celtic team, very strong in terms of the team you would expect. It's just David Turnbull in for Rio Hatati. So Ange Postacoglu not rotating from the beginning. We wonder with that David Turnbull one. You know, there was mum murmurings of him going out in the January transfer window, whether that be loan or a permanent and maybe maybe he would have wanted more game time. Maybe the manager said to him, No, we need you here. You are really part of my plans and I will guarantee you game time. In the coming weeks And there you go He comes on last week Of course Gets mm. a few minutes Scores But now he's in for the start He needs to make a case For himself again I feel bad for him in a way Because every time He comes in For that one start You feel like He's, he's got, got three, a, three goals In his last five games Yeah, yeah. But you from feel like midfield. He's got to almost Score a hat-trick From midfield To to get included In the next game That's the position mm. I think, He finds himself in I think Postacoglu Really likes him though. Yeah I, I, I well, don't clearly, disagree yeah. Yeah. But well, it's all it's, it's about the minutes rather than the games that he's oh. playing, isn't it? He's got 28 appearances this season. Yeah. Today's t- number 29, and we're only in February. So he's not. He doesn't have a lack of games as such, a lack it's of appearances. Minutes. It would be the minutes, probably. I think you can see with him, I think he looks a bit dejected at times. I think he wants to be a bigger part, play a bigger role in the team. And he's got the ability to, but it's just the guys that are in front of him. You know, O'Reilly goes off his game, Moy comes in, and we're all saying. Will Moy live up to it? He's became the best yeah. midfielder now. You know, and Turnbull's overlooked and he's having to play catch up again. But got an opportunity today. Yep, we'll watch that one with interest. We'll build up to it more as the afternoon goes on. We'll still to hear actually from the management there. And I know Ange Postacoglu will, will hopefully do some live stuff uh, with the rights holders and give a bit of a, a line for everyone to obsess over. But we'll wait and see. On a little bit more quiet, you'd have to say at Starks Park. So if Motherwell are properly knocking down the door, um, it's maybe maybe they're taking a step or two back. 75 there on the clock. And uh, Stevie Hamill will be feeling nervous, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. Um, that clock will be ticking down very quickly for Stevie Hamill. Do you still uh, think that's a sackable offence, that result, in the yeah. way they've played in the, the second half? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about getting results. You're not to the Scottish Cup by a, a championship side that everybody's talking about. Oh, they'll be tired. They've only got a squad of 14, 15. Um, you're going up there, firm favourites. And it's just not, it's the back of the results as well. I, I think you can take a cup shock because mm. that's what the, and here's what, the problem. The sting has gone out of Motherwell yeah. now, Fraser says. This is now a better spell. Well, for Motherwell will score if Fraser said that. Um, <laughs> But no, you, you kind of need uh, Stanton's just a shot saved by Kelly. You know, you need, you feel like you need to keep that pressure on. Yeah, yeah, of keep course. Keep your foot down. Um, Stevie Hamill will be hoping for that one twist of fate. Uh, yes, the sting may have gone out of the side, but as the Dazzler said earlier on, this is what the cup's all about. It, it, it's about twists of fate. Now, I get the impression that Livy have had a shocking day and they're not going any place other than out of the competition and well done to Inverness Cali Thistle. There still could be a twist of fate at Tannadice, you don't know. Uh, likewise, at Starks Park, it doesn't need to be great. It, it can be the scruffiest goal in the history of the game. But if Mother will get it, Stevie Hamill will be a very happy man. So nothing else to tell you Is there any pressure from Livy? Yes, a bit of pressing But nothing really coming off So Yeah, David Martindale Had his head in his hands When That second goal went in 
We've kind of let Air United off with this one here. Yeah, well, yeah that's a big one. Yeah, that's a, that, that's a poor, poor scoreline from um, Somerset Park. And, you know, Lee Bullen, the Air manager, he could do with a twist of fate. I'm surprised at that one. I really yeah. am. I thought Air would have been firm favourites just to go and cruise into the next round. Uh, but so far, well done to Elgin. That's brilliant. I, mean, I don't know exactly, but what about? Is it about 18 places? 22. 22, is it? 22 places between the sides in the Scottish football pyramid. So that, that is huge. That is, yeah, that's, that's a huge that's gap. Quite something. You know, because we're used to seeing teams that are pushing the top of the league in League 2, maybe doing a bit of damage, but Elgin, you know, just mid-table there. But you've got a goal scorer, Daz, like I say about Hester every week. Yeah. You on the coffee then next week? Yep. Make it a good one. Expensive. <laughs> Come on And don't spill it in the carpet ah, I know. You'll get the own brand stuff At <laughs> <laughs> your green shop that Budget you, The budget stuff Yeah 39p stuff <laughs> You're not then No plans to scale back Your coffee consumption um, You still you, feel like 15 a day is, uh, is acceptable Well yeah I have my moments um, Yeah I like my coffee In the mornings And afternoons And nights Evenings And, and my during the night yeah, okay. I was telling it. you, Gordon, I went to a great place today. I won't, and Dennis and Alex pointed me in the right direction. You couldn't have 15 of these strong Proper, stuff, proper, authentic, he, I, strong I stuff. Could. I think he could. He's, he's immune. Mm, Alec Ray's at, at Sunderland today. Where he's oh, he loves Sunderland he as well, does, doesn't yeah. he? Oh, he'll be so tall. They winning? I don't know the score, but uh, that's where he is. He loves Sunderland. He does. He does that. Hero there, major hero. Yeah. Um, we'll find out the score in a little while But uh, that, nil, clock, nil. that clock at Stark Park is still ticking away I saw a video that Reading uploaded this week And it was of Some of the quite well known players actually um, Tom Ince, Paul's son uh-huh. Andy Carroll And they were doing like penalty competitions I think they had to try and I think they were deliberately trying to hit you know Right into the top mm-hmm. corner It didn't just look like um, you know You could score in any other simple fashion uh, and Alex was involved and he had the Puma Kings on I'm, I'm convinced Alex Ray sleeps in his Puma Kings with the tongues hanging out and to be fair if you go and check it on Reading's Twitter he blasts it straight into the top corner then gives the same sort of wide boy Denison celebration that he used to do when he won Beat the Pundit in here, here. Yeah. you know the one yeah, yeah. you can imagine it so I had a chuckle to myself when I saw that during the week some things never change we've got a red card for Dundee United, oh. mm, is that, I think it's a second, second yellow. Um, Two weeks in the trot for them. Yeah, that's, right, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So um, Aina, I, uh, he's been sent off as his debut. He's yeah, on, boy. on loan yeah. from Huddersfield. So oh. not uh, Airdrie. Not a great start. Oh, I did see the sending off would <laughs> maybe change it. Airdrie three, Dunfermline three. Matthew Todd with his second of the afternoon. So. Is that unbelievable? Is that Dundee United? You can't really talk your way out of a three-goal lead that becomes three-three uh, mm. if you're Reese McCabe. But uh, I guess a sending off and a penalty helps swing it. But I'll guess your question: You're going to say, "Is that Dundee United done for?" Yes. Mm-hmm. Now it's ten v eleven. Well, uh, Kelly obviously went to Fir Park and were down to ten men and ended up coming back from two down. So they'll know it's possible. But that there's, doesn't suit my. There's hand. a bit of unrest at Tanadice. Um, yeah, clearly. You know, Tony Ashgar coming in for a lot of criticism up there. Oh, wow. Who does this interest you as a scoreline? Goal flashes. 
with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Livingston nil, Inverness three. Billy Mackay again. What a finish, says David Friel. And I think he was. Did we not have him on one of the teasers? I think that's him round about the 150 goals in Scottish football over over his piece, well, um, which is a very good return. Um, a curling finish into the top corner. And that is a disastrous result for Inverness. Yeah, David Martindale was a, a man of plain speaking. For Livy, sorry. Uh, and that's an embarrassment. There's no other word that can be attached to that. The, the scoreline will soon be the result, and that's an embarrassment. And it's an embarrassment for the Premiership. The team fourth in the Premiership mm. have gone out to a team in the bottom half of the Championship, and that is an embarrassment. Tell David to get down there, into the corridors... Beside mm. the dressing room Because that is That will be worth hearing I wouldn't like to be One of those lovely yeah, players get, get the dictaphone out See what you yeah. can Pick up um, Yeah quite I must be missing Marvin Bartley's yeah. Defensive influence yeah. That'll be it The Palmerston Pep He's got a free week Today does he yeah. yeah He's not up to much I'm sure he'll be listening I'm sure Well I don't think MD could have Predicted Elgin Wraith Rovers And Inverness so far Very true You know we always ask For that one shock Really we've got three Three That are on They're absolutely on Right now Yeah Mm, Livy fans I know they don't Tend to turn up In great numbers But they are Walking out It won't impact On Lee Bullen You know Elgin going To air And putting him Out the cup Won't impact On Lee Bullen Because he's got them Second In the league And Wraith uh, uh, Queen's Park rather are 3-2 down at Morton as we speak so it might be a, quite a good day in terms of the league <laughs> True. Uh, but it will impact on Stevie Hamill and Motherwell that description uh, that Fraser gave us of Liam Kelly going into his goal when the halftime whistle sounded and getting dogs abuse from the Motherwell fans that tells you that, mm. that they're not happy. We had the, the midweek banner about passion for the badge. I think there was a second banner as well. We'll provide the support and something along those lines. It will impact on Stevie Hamill. Uh, it will impact on Liam Fox at Dundee United if Kilmarnock win there. Because you can't have Tony Ashgar, the CEO, saying, my door is always open, you can come and talk to me. The, you know, the fans will not take kindly to a cup exit on top of being bottom of the league. So, tough times. Uh, there's a Scotland international who's scored for one of his new clubs. He's becoming a man of many clubs, although I think, he, I think he's played here before, hasn't he? And he's back, Ollie Burke at Millwall. Yeah. Been around the block. QPR really struggling. Um, they struggled a bit towards the end of Michael Beale. They've certainly struggled since he left, majorly. Um, Lyndon Dyke still recovering, having been in hospital. They're 2-0 down at home with Ollie Burke scoring for Millwall. When I told you Leicester were 4-1 up on Tottenham, uh, it got chopped off VAR, but they have now scored a, a fourth for the mm. moment until that one gets chopped which, off. Which makes it even worse, you know, but for VAR it would be 5-1. And oh my goodness. <laughs> Look at that. Wow, Airdrie Freedom, Fairman 4, what a turnaround. A title winning afternoon, you might say. The title what was that game that they look back on. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what, a what a fantastic job he's, he's doing. He's doing a great three job, three Reece McCabe. Oh. oh, I know how he feels. I've been the 3 4 uh, brigade. I've stood in his shoes. Wow, here we are. Goal at Starks Park. This is it, one way or the other. And it's for Wraith Rovers. Oh, and it's night. the debutant, Isma Goncalves, on loan from Livy. He's just 
moved He's making his debut And he has scored to make it Wraith 3 Motherwell won a fierce shot Across Liam Kelly Into the corner Is that it for Motherwell's cup hopes And is that it for Stevie Hamill's time in charge For sure It is the end of the Scottish cup hopes Now the Motherwell board Have a major decision to make They have 14 league games left They are not that far away from survival But they are in a four month long downward spiral They haven't won a league game in four months Their last victory was in the Scottish Cup Away to our broth That doesn't matter now They're out of the Scottish Cup This weekend They have to make the decision Because they either gamble On keeping Stevie Hamill Or they gamble on a new man Turning this around I, I, look, I don't want any manager to get the sack I've been there but I just don't see how it's possible to continue this way. Because I keep going back to it. You're put in place to win football games. They can't win a football game. They struggle to win a football game. Now, away from home, starts part, Wraith Rovers. Yeah, I think we were thinking that could be difficult. But you were. I think most of you guys are expecting Mother will win it. When they come back into 2-1, you're thinking, right... Bit of confidence kick on. They mm. do, I, I don't see how they can go forward with them. Motherwell are on the brink, but we've got a goal elsewhere. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. And it's a late blow for Elgin because Ayr have equalised Scrappy Fraser Bryden won all in the closing stages. And uh, maybe that cup shock is not going to take place because Ayr have hauled themselves level. Did Roger Hanna have any plans for tea? <laughs> He'll be gutted. <laughs> he might be there for the long haul, that's for sure, with head to extra time. Uh, what an afternoon for Alex Ray. He's just celebrated a goal, but then he's realised that it's Sunderland that scored, yeah, and he's yeah. now employed by um, Reading. And then he's looked up and seen that it was former Celtic player Patrick Roberts <laughs> that scored for Sunderland as well. So just to carry on a conversation we were having Motherwell are on the brink here if you've just this second turned on Wraith have just gone 3-1 up Motherwell pulled one back just after the restart lots of pressure looked like they were going to somehow turn it around after a disastrous first half but Ismogon Calves might just have hit the final nail certainly in the Scottish Cup coffin and maybe Stevie Hamill one of the, as well one of the awful things about this job is that you have to discuss a man's livelihood and it is a case in point that Motherwell, if they go down, it will affect the livelihoods of more than just the manager at Fir Park. And at the moment, the downward spiral continues and they have a they have a decision to make and it has to be taken this weekend. If they decide... Like Wednesday night, remember? Yeah. At home to St Mirren. Yeah, they have to decide this weekend. In, in the next 24 hours, they have to decide definitively... Whether Stevie Hamill stays or goes And then Having made your decision You have to stand by it And See how Fate Treats you thereafter You have to have a, a Succession plan though Surely Because The Motherwell board Must have known That this was a distinct possibility When you see the run of results They must have saw the cup draw And thought Look We need to be ready Just in case Any good board would so mm-hmm. you you mentioned it Gordon There is a game midweek Can you then sack a manager And have an interim takeover for a period 
an extended period like Aberdeen. Aberdeen get away with it just now because we're there in the league. Yep. Motherwell, I don't think, can afford that. It's also time. a hugely uncertain time. Alan Burrows was stepping down. Then the phone goes from Aberdeen as the, the time frame uh, goes, and then he's not quite gone yet, but he, he's going to. Uh, how does that work? How and who and when is recruiting a new manager? I know there's a board, ultimately, it would be a board decision on who got the manager, but in terms of being part of the, the process, you're looking for. Are you looking for a manager and a chief exec? At the same time well, When you're near the bottom of the table And you're going out the cup They've hired a recruitment agency To look into the question of Alan Burrows' replacement um, I don't think that Alan Burrows Can take any part in the decision making process With regard to a new manager Because he's about to become the employee of another club And uh, yeah, I think that's it, fair It's for the manager uh, The chairman rather And his board members mm. uh, to, uh, As I say For me It's done in the next 24 hours yeah. either either the manager goes or he stays but it has to be a definitive decision in 24 hours let's round this off you the second half teaser with the scottishsun.co.uk slash football for the best football news and opinion online I have played alongside Michael Gardine and Nanny. I have been managed by Eddie May and Marco Silva. I lost the only major domestic cup final I played in while I was in Scotland. I am man of many clubs in many countries, Ryan Gold. Ryan Gold, well done if you got that right. And a few of you did, I have to say. But the quickest onto the podium were Brady, sorry, I was going to say Bradley. Brady, 67 in third place. JB, second fastest. And by name and by nature on this second half teaser, a class above was the winner. Well done. Good Ryan Gold knowledge. Well done to you, Gordon Dale. You got it. it just took you, Thank you. Yeah. Took you a little bit longer, but... I got there in the end. It doesn't matter. Happy with that. A late change. Uh, Anaku on for Middleton for Dundee United. Down to 10 men. But maybe, maybe they could just snatch something to send this one to extra time. Even extra time looks to be beyond Motherwell. Certainly beyond Livy as well. So we've got... Two definite cup shocks on our hands here Big ones at that And we are just minutes away from them Well we can call uh, Motherwell an embarrassment We can call Livy an embarrassment We can call Dundee United just a continuation of a bad run And Roger Hanna get the sleeping bag out Because <laughs> you're going nowhere We've got an extra half hour, Air United 1, Elgin City 1, Fraser Bryden, the Air United substitute in the 90th minute, rescuing the Championship promotion hopefuls and dashing Elgin City's chances for now of a first Scottish Cup quarter final in 55 years. Elgin simply terrific, they took the lead four minutes before the break, Kane Hester's 26th goal of the season, they should have been ahead before, Ross Draper and Tom Finlay both missing chances, then in the second half, Owen Cairns and Russell Dingwall, and then Daryl McCarty all missing chances to put this fifth round tie to bed Ayr finally mustered some attacking intent late on Dippowagin Yemi volleyed over from Daryl Connors cut back and Paddy Redding flashed a drive wide from distance with five minutes to go and then as the game went into added time a corner on the far side it was actually mishit it fell for O'Connor he somehow worked the ball into the six yard box it deflected into the path of Brighton for a point blank finish in front of the home fans there was still time for Akin Yemi to hit the post watch the ball roll along the goal line and somehow come back out otherwise they would have performed an amazing turnaround inside the 90 as it is we've got another 30 Air 1 Elgin 1 
So, extra time to be played High drama there in air What else have we got? No full times yet Three minutes added on at Tanadice That was about a minute and a half ago So we're nearly done there And it looks like it will be Kilmarnock that progress away from home So they're having not that much trouble winning away from home in the Cups this season They just can't do it in the league They won at Tynecastle yeah. in the League Cup, yeah. didn't they? Well, Derek McInnes has got this knack in the Cups Of getting his teams to the latter stages Absolutely. And it's proven that way again this time round with Kelly And that's the thing If you can just get through If you can avoid Stupid results Like uh, Livy or Motherwell um, And fair play to the opponents You know Ayr or Elgin will go through And as we've now seen Wraith And Inverness You know oh. It's opened right up This draw yeah. today Yeah It's going to be very interesting Come Monday And Darvel might be in it For heaven's sake It'd be the oddest looking Last eight you've ever seen uh, but good luck to them because they, they get there by their own mm. endeavours and Livy and Motherwell are out because of their lack of endeavour today well I hate to say but the game of the day was probably not in the cup it's finished Airdrie 3 them Fairman 4 were they 3-0 up 3-0 three yeah. up, three yeah. nil up. Yeah. then they go down to 10 men give away a penalty and them Fairman score 4 times in the second half um, cup shock number 1 confirmed done David Friel Full-time Gordon Livingston now Inverness 3 David Martindale will probably go ballistic after this but it was all about Super Cali what a win for Billy Dodge's men they made the most of their second chances they produced a major shock against a Livingston team currently fourth in the Premiership Hugh said it was embarrassing it probably was the Livingston fans are not happy Billy Mackay scored twice he's now in 95 goals for Inverness in total Sean Mills also netted in a huge win for Billy Dodge's men Inverness remember were knocked out by Queen's Park in the last round before they were then kicked out and are now looking forward to the last eight. What a story. Livingston fans left well before the end, as I said. David Martindale, he's sitting down there just now. He looks absolutely shell-shocked. He lost Bruce Anderson to injury after just ten minutes, and they badly missed him. Livingston still dominated the first half, but they were really wasteful in attack. You couldn't say, about the same, say the same about Inverness in the second half. They were absolutely ruthless. Mackay grabbed the first goal in 52 minutes. Jay Henderson picked him out, and he found his co- top corner from the edge of the box. Just six minutes later, it was 2-0. Nathan Shaw was the provider this time. He crossed on the right. Sean Mills got the header in off the post. Martin Daly his head in his hands at that point but it was worse to come as Inverness made it 3-0 in 80 minutes the ball was up to Mackay in the box and again he found space before finding the top corner as I said it's his 95th goal for Inverness what a record a lot of lovely fans left at that point as their cup bid died for Inverness the dream keeps going against all the odds full time Livingston 0 Inverness 3 brilliant result Inverness terrible result Livy summed up like that I would say Hugh yeah um, be very interesting to hear and to read David Martindale's quotes because this is an embarrassment and it must have been one awful performance with the greatest respect to Inverness and to Billy Dodge, the manager. Full time at Starks Park, Fraser Wishart. It is full time and the cheers are to my left from the Wraith Rovers supporters because the result that many people thought might happen, Premiership Motherwell are out of the Cup and Championship Wraith into the quarter-final draw, deserve to win over the piece. We saw the best and the worst of Motherwell. Worst in the first half, they just went at the races, two down to a gullen penalty and a Sam Stanton long-range goal. They their best, their performance in the first half hour of the second half. They were excellent and hemmed 
Raythrovers back into their penalty box. Van Veen scoring after long periods dominated, but they couldn't get the second goal. And it was sub Esma Concalves with five minutes to go that got the third goal to ease the nerves. They say they were two up at half time, and the scoreline didn't flatter Raythrovers at all. Open in 11th minute, Jamie Gullen cut in from the left. He shot, struck Calm Slattery, and I thought it was a penalty. But strangely, no Raythrovers claims, and it looked like a penalty to me. But Nick Walsh pointed to the spot, booked Calm Slattery, and Gullen himself stood up and hammered the ball down the middle into the back of the net. 2 0 in 38 minutes, Gullen again involved, turning shot was deflected. Kelly parried it into the air, and he couldn't get the second ball, and Sam Stanton hooked the ball into the back of the net to put his team two up. Nothing from Mullow at all, only a team, Van Veen shot straight at McDonald, and there was no surprise, there was three changes at half-time by Stevie Hammond, it made a real difference, Johnson, Crankshaw, McKinstry all on, Van Veen, 25-yard free kick, saved by McDonald. in 50 minutes, Van Veen did get the goal back, he was first onto the loose ball, and his left foot shot deflected into the net with McDonald going the wrong way, it was all Mullow now, pressure on the Wraith Rovers, players, they were hemmed in their own box, three Wraith players booked in quick succession as Mother looks sharp, the goal gonna boost corner after corner, free kick into the box but the Wraith defence stood still Spittle inches wide, 20 yards shot then Van Veen did really well in the byline fired in his cross, Nolan tried to clear it and his clearance hit his own ball but that was the last time that they really threatened, Ian Murray had been a worried man and he knew his team had been up against it, Stanton gave them some relief sharp turning shot, well saved at the near post by Kelly but the sting had gone out of the Mother attack and it was no surprise in 80 minutes, in 5 minutes, real relief for Wraith Rovers, Scott Brown outstanding all game, set Goncalves in behind the Motherwell defence, they claimed for offside he was clearly onside, he took his time and on the angle fired a fierce shot across Liam Kelly and into the back of the net although the goalkeeper got a touch Motherwell's bad season continues, all they have to concentrate now is 14 games to stave off relegation and somehow find some better form from inside them. Deserved win for, for Wraith Rovers. They're in the quarter-final draw tomorrow. Full-time it starts part. Wraith Rovers 3, Motherwell 1. Huge result, Motherwell fans. Give us a call. 01419511025. Where do you go from here? Air United have a penalty early in extra time and it's finished at Tannadice. Dave Galloway. Yeah, Dundee United nil. Command it won a fairly even but uh, uneventful start seemed to set the tone for the first half. Kilmarnock carrying uh, a bit more danger. Birigiti saved at Dodge's feet following a corner. Dodge couldn't connect properly with Armstrong's cross and headed over the bar and they were getting into some decent positions at well. At the other end, Middleton's free kick was charged down and that was about it from United. Plenty commitment and some crunching targets from both teams but excitement was in short supply. Vassell tried to change all that for Killy with a, a good run and a low shot that was deflected uh, for a corner kick and it was no surprise overall that this was goalless at the interval. The host started the second half uh, very strongly Sybil's powerful long range drive was turned round the post by Walker and Smith's header from Middleton's cross clipped the woodwork however Kilmarnock went ahead on 55 minutes Vassell's header converting Armstrong's corner his first goal for the club United tried hard to hit back but the visitors looked uh, pretty comfortable after 78 minutes the Terrors were down to 10 men debutante Aina uh, getting a second yellow card for a rash challenge. The home side had the onus on them to push forward and that they duly did uh, with Kilmarnock content to play on the counter-attack which they did uh, very effectively. United then, bottom of the league and now out of the Scottish Cup, but Killy march on to the last eight. Dundee United nil, Kilmarnock won. Another big result. Air United scored that penalty whilst we were hearing from Dave so it's the classic example of Roger Hanna thinking why did you not just do that in the 90 minutes and get me up the road? Oh, been there many times. Uh, but at least 
Somerset Park is relatively handy for the house form. Exactly. Right. We are there. It is open line time already. Now, it is a bit different because the Celtic game is still to come in 30 minutes time. So you can build up to that one. But by way of reflection, Motherwell fans, where on earth do you go from here? You've just been knocked out the cup 3-1 by Wraith Rovers. A really, really dramatic result. How much pressure is on Stevie Hamill? Must it change now? How do you feel about everything? If you were at the game today and you're starting to make your way back... Uh, then do pick up the phone and let us know If you've just listened on from home You'll probably be just as angry So it's 01419511025 We'll reflect on that We'll build up to Celtic St Mirren Early previews for Rangers Partick Thistle as well The open line is next So let's hear from you After the action It's your reaction 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line Hugh Evans, Mark Wilson and Gordon Diel are here and they want to hear from you. We are building up, of course, to Celtic against St Mirren, which is just under 30 minutes away. The big results in the cup already, though. Motherwell are out already, having a disastrous league season, already really, really struggling domestically. They've just lost 3-1 at Wraith Rovers to go crashing out of the cup. And Livy, in some ways, even worse. But, of course, they've got a good league season to fall back on a 3-0 home defeat. To Inverness Cali Thistle We're in extra time Between Air United and Elgin Air are 2-1 up And Kilmarnock have gone through Beating Dundee United 1-0 At Tannadice So it's been quite the day Already And um, Hugh As I uh, turn my attentions To the phone lines To my left What are you expecting? Well there's only one decision To be taken at Motherwell Is the manager to stay or go? 14 games left Survival on the line a downward spiral of four months without a league win Out of the cup And the chief executive about to leave for another club uh, There's no structure there the, the team just goes from game to game Lacking the, the belief in themselves The personnel changes dramatically Nine in the transfer window Six changes game to game and then at half time another three changes And it comes to the same end result And that is defeat So a decision has to be taken They're playing midweek against St Mirren Either say no We firmly believe that Stevie Hamill can get us out of this Even if it requires a playoff Or we have to change now That's the that's the only story in town just now Yeah I've always said I'm more of a rugby man anyway And Scotland <laughs> lead Wales by 6-0 to nil. Two penalties for Finn Russell so far in the Six Nations Let's go to the phones Martin is a Motherwell fan They are phoning in I can sense anger already Martin How would you sum up your feelings? Disgusting It's disgusting what we watched it the other day We've been watching it for months It's, it's disgusting again He's picking a right back He's picking a right back McGinn at left back He's got a left back They brought in During the January transfer window there He's no playing him He plays a Adorno at right back Any Motherwell fan will tell you Adorno's confidence is shot to bits You need to put that young boy Johnson in He made some difference for right back When he came in He chops and changes his team constantly I know we've got injuries But He needs to at least try and keep a back four Give him some sort of solid Foundations to work off Because this is It's getting worrying now It's really really worrying They need to get that hammer straight away Absolutely no way he survives this for you Martin No chance He's been sad weeks ago I understand he's just starting out You need to give him a chance You need to give the new players time to bed in But he's sticking with a 4-3-3 three, three formation Any Mullerwell fan that watches I'll tell you That does not work for Mullerwell You need fast wingers when you play a 4-3-3 three, three. 
we're playing like Kevin Van Veen at left on the left and Big Abika in the middle. Van Veen's not a left winger. Why is he playing him in left wing? I'm not sure Dan, Dan Zaki would even be an out and out winger on the other side. I mean, the, the one, if it's even a defence to that, would be he did try a back three at Pitodri, but that obviously didn't work either. Um, but look, you couldn't argue with a lot of what Martin says, could you? No. Um, I think the managers ran out of ideas, Gordon. It was uh, a, any manager appointments a gamble. Um, Stevie had been about the club Knew the club very well Legend at the club Knew that the fans would give him every backing And let's be honest they have um, But it, but sometimes Going into management You can either Sink or swim And for me It's all about results And if his league performances had been good And he was winning games Then you would probably Be disappointed in day But move on League's more mm. important he can't win games and, and and Motherwell fans have had enough you hear Martin seen enough um, he's just plucking teams week in week out crossing his fingers and hoping for the best and unfortunately it's not working I wouldn't say it's the best defence I've heard Martin but the most logical defence of sacking Stevie Hamill I've heard would be how can you allow a manager to sign nine players and then give them the bullet but is it just gone well beyond that for you then? Going well beyond it. I, lo- I love Stevie Hamill, the player. He's an absolute legend. I'll never turn totally against him, but he's beginning to turn me against him because if he does the decent thing and walks, he knows he's not, he's not going to pull this off. If we don't get rid of Stevie Hamill, we're going down. No two ways about it. No two ways. I'm, I'm 38. I've watched Mullen for about 30 years. And it's the worst I've ever seen. And I've seen his administration with youngsters coming through. At least they gave you some hope. That's, there's no hope. It's all these players for the lower league, leagues of England. I know that's where our level but he's bringing players up that just they're only good enough they really only good enough that boy that got injured that Macron guy whatever you call him I spoke to a couple of the fans for the club he was at online and they were glad to get shot at him I mean they really were I know it's not just one player that makes a difference but there's nothing for the fans to go and there's no positivity none we were sitting back against Wraith Rovers I know they're having a good season but we shouldn't be sitting back against a team for the, the championship no way that's the easiest chance we'll get to get into a quarter-final ever, I would say. I think Martin, to me, sounds like the voice of the Motherwell majority now. And that's why I say the club have 24 hours in which to defy Martin or to delight Martin. Uh, but a decision, a definitive move will need to be made in 24 hours. And if it is to keep Stevie Hamill, then I'm afraid Martin and the other Motherwell supporters will get behind them between now and the end of the season reluctantly but they will have to put their trust in the decision to keep them on but something has to give in 24 hours so I have not so much that I believed this before the game anyway but I floated it as a sort of possibility you know that if, if your league season's so bad does it sometimes get to a stage where you can survive a cup shock because you just need to focus on the league anyway but I've, I've now taken that Possibility, and I don't believe there's any shred of it. It just feels like this is a big night for yeah. for the decision makers. I think it? so. I think what Martin said there, we're watching the game and witnessing that, that the performance levels again and the the performance of the individual players are, are just not getting any better. I think when you bring in the nine players, you need to see instantly shoots of recovery somewhere along the line. And I know they've not had a long time, but you need to see something, a spark somewhere. 
I don't think you've even seen that from any of the players. But Martin touches on a lot of good points. The personnel brought in, the formation that they're playing, the formation mm. that they tried. I think when you see a manager doing that, you know, going for a four three three, to then all of a sudden it's a three five two, and that went disastrously wrong. To then chopping back again and mm-hmm. playing a an out and out target man off the left hand side, you're in trouble. You're in trouble. That's where you know you're just trying anything yeah. to get a result. Yeah, interesting. Because I think Gordon, when you obviously need players in, but we mentioned it before. If you've if you've got look, Van Veen's not perfect, obviously, mm-hmm. right? But he's more than good enough striker on his day for the bottom half of the Scottish Premiership. So you know you've got him. He definitely needed someone in to help him. Did they need Jack Aitchison and John Obika? Because I know that sometimes you hear, ah, but you can never have too many players. You can mm. never have too many options. I wonder if you're where Motherwell are, you actually can. Because you'll give one of them 45 minutes and they won't do the job. So you bring the other one on and then he's not done it. You've lost that game. So the next game, it's the other one that starts. You don't even have the out and out, the out, and out width to play the guys either side of him, like they said. And that's before we even get to where... Stephen O'Donnell and Paul McGinn and all the other fullbacks are playing. Yeah, that's that, that is my problem with Motherwell. And I think a lot of Motherwell fans share the same opinion. There's no game plan to what he's doing. Van Veen uh, has got his faults, but if you play to Van Veen's strengths, he'll get you goals. There's no doubt he'll get you enough goals. But if you're going to play four three three, Matt makes a great point. You've got to have guys that'll stretch teams, go in behind, bit of pace. Good at putting balls in, letting teams go on attack. They're no identity for Motherwell when I watch them. You come, you come Wednesday night. If Stevie Hamill's still in the dugout, there'll be another five or six changes. There's no consistency, mm. whatever. There are no clean sheets. There's nothing to build on. So I just don't see where the positivities are. In this short time we've been speaking to Martin, Air have scored three times. They're four-one <laughs> up on Elgin now, so they'll go through. Roger's man Dipo Akinyemi's got a couple uh, Thank you Martin Martin sounds Deflated as you would expect From Motherwell fans tonight In fact he said he was Disgusted Stephen In Motherwell What word would you use Keep it clean um, I would echo exactly What Martin said I think Martin's spot on The only thing I would like to add Is I think Gordon just mentioned On that about um, Their tactics And how they shape And how they approach the game It really irritates me That at the start of the season When Hamill first came in we did have an identity, and a lot of the pundits and a lot of the fans say, you know what, even though we're not getting results, we're playing quite well. We're playing well, we've got a good style, Van Veen's on form. And then, when it came to the January transfer window to try and build on that, we've signed a whole raft of players. None of them look anywhere near good enough. And as it's been pointed out, it's just change after change. There is no, there is no plan. It's let's just, let's just fire people out of the park. Let's hope for the best. And it's not going to work. And I think that's ultimately going to be Hamill's downfall. If it was up to me, Hamill would already have been gone. He'd already been sacked. And I hate to say that because the guy's a club legend. But after that today, it, the fans turned up in their numbers. They were very vocal. They, they gave them every bit of support they could. And the players, once again, let them down. I think Hamill needs to go. Well, to be fair, Stephen sums it up quite well. But even that, that last sentence does sum up the size of the problem. He said, you know, the players have let them down and mm-hmm. Hamill needs to go. Now, both can be true. But if you are Stevie Hamill, you, you do also have a, a bunch of bad players, essentially, Hugh, that are underperforming. Yeah. And is that then where the overall plan, the structure, the strategy, whether it is from the, the, the staff at the club, recruitment or whatever, is difficult? Because once you do put a team on the pitch... 
And they do put in an embarrassing first half performance You are going to make three changes at the break aren't you? Yeah 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 Like I say that's not me trying to get Stevie Hamill off the hook I don't think you can no. after tonight But it's a, it is a big jigsaw of malfunctioning pieces at the moment The club is directionless It is rudderless One of the drawbacks of going out today Apart from the embarrassment factor These nine players brought in the window uh, obviously money has been spent Your revenue stream That was the Scottish Cup And the draw has opened up Who knows You know, Mother might even have made the last mm. four You've been denied money The Scottish Cup Earnings are now at an end And I repeat The club is rudderless And directionless And is going in only one direction And that's why a big call has to be made Yeah, does it have to happen then? Stephen, no, no doubt has to happen now Has to happen before Wednesday I mean, any any other alternative here? It, it, I hate to say it But I think it needs to happen now The only the reason I say that is It's getting worse instead of better It's not even We're not even at the point where maybe things have steadied a wee bit It's getting worse And today is just the very end point where I think I, I Certainly from the fans I would say I understand today That a lot of the fans People that I know they were maybe not quite as vocal. We were screaming and shouting at the end. They were not happy. And I think if it continues like this, it's going to become toxic. So I think you're going to need to go for it. That, I said that, that's a on. fair point, Hugh. Just yeah. sorry on, on this notion of trajectory because, you know, there were a, Motherwell got a couple of games there with, you know, they got a couple of draws. Kilmarnock was a disaster. And you think, bring the new players in. Are there any signs? Is there anything you can latch on to? And there's probably not. And it is, as Stephen says, it looks like it's probably heading. The opposite direction Stephen used the word toxic I said earlier on in the programme That one of the awful things about this job Is that you have to discuss a man's livelihood A man with a family Etc, etc However The people like Stephen and Martin before him Spent years idolising Stevie Hamill as a player And it hurts them As much as it hurts people who have to speak on the radio About the man's livelihood but a football club at the moment is rudderless and directionless yeah. And it is up to the club to take a step mm. And it's in their hands, they're a fan-owned club They have to take a step in the next 24 hours Which will determine in which way they gamble Because to keep them is a gamble And to get rid of them is a gamble Which is quite something because... Up until a couple of months ago If you'd gone out randomly and canvassed Scottish football fans of any team and said Name me some of the best run clubs in Scotland yeah. Guarantee Motherwell would have come up Wouldn't it? And it's Just now, that, you know that perception about the yeah. way everything worked and, um, Here's one for you Stephen And I'm just going to throw this to you right? Because Chris is on Twitter So he's not a Motherwell fan And he says I'm not 100% sure where Motherwell are on the budget table But is there not an argument they've been overachieving for years and this situation is something that's actually been in the pipeline for a long time? Is that true? I don't think it would make you feel any better tonight, would it? Um, I think there's an element of truth in that that we definitely have overachieved, but I don't think we should hide behind that and accept the, the, the kind of how badly we're now doing and the trajectory that we're on. I think if we hide behind things like that, we're then going to keep managers in place and hope for the best. I would say with our budget, yeah, we should be remaining in the Premier League. We've certainly got the fan base for it. We've certainly, like we say, I'm told we can run very, very well. We're fan owned. There's so many positives about the place. And I think, no, I, I think we need to try and get rid of the manager. Because we need a change. Because as it's happened now, if we don't make a change, it's getting worse. 
Well, Stephen, I think, sums it up very eloquently, Hugh. Yeah, and Martin before him. And as I say, the, the the fans are speaking now. The fans are going to the games. We've obviously got two callers who are on their way back from Fife. And they know what they are looking at. And they know that what they are looking at is not good enough and will not, in all probability, keep Motherwell in the division. Now, the only thing you can hope for is that a change of manager gives you that new manager bounce. And... They're not that far away from survival, I repeat. They are three points off Kilmarnock, who are in ninth place, and Motherwell have played a game fewer, and they will play that outstanding game on Wednesday against St Mirren. There is still time. There's a third of the season to go. There's time for survival. I think, Gordon, you'd be looking for clutching, as Stephen is, you know, for positives. You look through that Motherwell team They've got a very very good goalkeeper But is, is, mm-hmm. he, at the, is he at the peak of his powers just now? No probably not Stephen O'Donnell And guys like you know, Scotland internationals But they're obviously out of form um, Kevin Van Veen's a weird one Because it's a It's a perfectly acceptable goal tally For a you know bottom six striker You know he's, he's What's he up to? I think that's 12 for the season Yes a lot of them are penalties But you still need to score them it's, Um and in fact, sorry, today's wasn't a penalty. That was the last one I was talking about. So he's actually up to 14 for the season in, in 30. But yet he's coming in for criticism for other elements of his performance. It just seems like there's nothing that's really clicking. No, fair? Ab- absolutely nothing. And and I've got to be honest, Gordon, I've looked at the nine signings coming in and I'm thinking, right, OK, are they just going to hit the ground running, which Mother will need? Are they going to give Motherwell such a lift, which they need? Um, I, I have no positives whatsoever for Motherwell just now. You talk about Van Veen, I'll go back to it. Van Veen's got his, his, his faults, like most of the players. But if you can get the right system, mm. you'll get Van Veen scoring enough goals probably to keep you in this league. And Motherwell need that. But he's brought in players that... Yeah. Because see on paper, right, seeing the when late on deadline day when I'm seeing the news coming in, Jack Aitchison, who was very promising young player at Celtic, mm-hmm. sco- I think he scored for Barnsley a couple of weeks ago. He, he doesn't seem like he was he would be out of his depth at Motherwell. John Obika did a decent job at times at St Mirren. Doesn't seem like he'd be out of his depth at Motherwell. Callum Butcher as well at Dundee United uh, and various others. But it, it's, it's almost just like the number of them that the, the seemingly scattered gun nature of it that fills nobody with confidence. Where where, where I I'm starting to get worried, especially when I hear Motherwell supporters saying a Scottish international who's played at Wembley in massive games, Stephen O'Donnell has no confidence whatsoever. Has lost his confidence. Now, if that can happen to him, I think that it's just going through the full team, Gordon. There was a great opportunity to. Probably turn the corner a little bit today, give him a confidence. Stevie Hamill had a big half-time team talk. He came out, he got that reaction. And if you're a Motherwell fan, you're thinking, right, OK, we're on top of the game, we are going to go and win this game now. But once again, they can't mm. keep the door shut at the back as well. Sensational scenes at Murrayfield and in the Clyde One Super Scoreboard studio. At Murrayfield, Scotland have just gone 11-0 in front with the first try. Uh, of the afternoon and in the studio the good folks at McGonagall's uh, chippy across the road heard me moaning about dropping my lunch and I just sent a big (laughs) bag of food in honestly that was not my intention 
but there we are that. Thank you to Stephen Look there are a lot of angry Motherwell fans on mm. the line If we don't get through to you tonight Let's stay in touch as the days follow Because it's going to be an interesting story I'm sure And we will go back to Celtic Park For kick-off in their cup tie Against St Mirren After these Games are over. The talking begins. 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboards Open Line. Reactions been pouring into that Motherwell Cup exit away to Wraith Rovers. Stevie Hamill, no sign of him yet for the post match press conference. I can't imagine he's in a rush, but at the same time, you need to get back down the road. You've usually got a better chance away from home of hearing from the manager quickly. Um, but that's not happening yet at the rugby. Scotland 13 nil up against Wales for anyone who's interested in that side of things. And we are just five minutes away from kickoff at Celtic Park. Let's go and get a recap of the teams and build up there with Gabriel. Thanks, Gordon. Yes, after a week of being linked to Leeds United, Ange Postacoglu is on the touchline tonight and he's fully focused on the task at hand, which is, of course, St Mirren. Spoke to John Kennedy yesterday and he says Postacoglu is committed to building something special at the club. He wants to win every competition he's in and this is the one trophy Postacoglu hasn't got his hands on yet. Celtic are in red-hot form. They've won seven in a row, only conceded one goal in that period. They've scored 22. These passed the buddies 4-0 here a month ago. But of course, the Saints are the only team to beat the Hoops domestically all season. What about St Mirren's form? They've only lost one of their last four. They edged past Dundee in the last round. Penalty heroics from Trevor Carson goal. He saved all three of the D's spot kicks. What about the team news then? There's one change for Celtic from that 4-1 win at St Johnson six days ago. David Turnbull comes in for Rayo Hatate in midfield. The team is as follows. Joe Hart in goal. A back four of Alistair Johnson, Cameron Carter, because Carl Starfelt and Greg Taylor. Callum McGregor, Aaron Moy and David Turnbull in the middle. With Jota, Kyogo and Dazen Maida up top. The substitutes are Bain, Haksabanovic, Abada, Kobayashi, Iwata, O'Reilly, Hatate and Forrest. The visitors make two changes since their 1-0 loss to Hibernian last weekend. Charles Sun and Greg Kilty are out. Declan Gallagher and Richard Taylor come into the defence. It'll be a 5-3-2 formation for Stephen Robinson's men. Trevor Carson in goal. A Ryan Strain right wing back with Marcus Fraser, Declan Gallagher and Richard Taylor in the middle. Scott Tanza on the left. Janu Bacchus, Alex Gogic and Mark O'Hara will be in the middle of the park with Alex Grieve and Curtis Main up top. Aminsky, Sean C, Kenny, Small, Flynn, Kilty, Offord, Jameson and Watt are the substitutes. The referee is Stephen McLean. We're just a few minutes away from kickoff here, of course, it's a night game. The light show is in full flow and the teams are just about to come out in front of me, Gordon. Kickoff two minutes away. Uh, the disco lights are on and the dance floor is open for Celtic as Callum McGregor gets ready to lead the team out. Be a lot of emotion in the air, I think, at Celtic Park tonight. The fans will want to show, indeed demonstrate, their affection for Ange Postacoglu and he'll be aware of that when he comes out. Uh, we have no word of him having mentioned the week of speculation, uh, but at some point in the evening, I think he has to address it. But he has a Scottish Cup tie to play. We've had Motherwell go out, we've had Dundee United go out. Uh, you need never think that you're a shoe in against anyone, and I'm sure that he will approach this match tonight in the way that he approaches every league game going for that title he will approach this as another stepping stone towards a Scottish Cup final yeah I'm not a big fan usually the 5.30 kickoffs, but looks a good setting tonight the lights are there the atmosphere sounds great and it's up to the Celtic players to 
carry on like they have in every other game this season. Different cup, uh, different competition. By rating, that will be the same outcome. Yeah, especially with the side that uh, the Celtic managers picked tonight. Very strong indeed, full of talent, full of goals, and if they play their capabilities, they will be in the next round. It's not a great deal to pick through from the team, Mark, other than Ange Postacoglu, who's clearly gone mm. very strong, very first choice, if you like, so that might stand out for people, and if there is one player, maybe, who could look to take a chance if you call it that it's David Turnbull look he comes on a lot he scores a lot but he's in from the beginning yeah. in amongst all the so called big hitters today yeah so it is a big night for him he's been there plenty of times before but it is a big night for him because in the pecking order you have O'Reilly and Hitati ahead of him two wonderful players if there was a cup final tomorrow one of those two would be in but nevertheless David Turnbull has valued enough at Celtic for Ange Postacoglu to keep him beyond the January window where he might have wanted more game time he still is a big part of this side he still contributes when he plays but tonight he's got to grasp it again and show that he has competition for the two that are sitting on the bench this evening and miss out but the, the full bench Gordon it's a strong line up but the full bench there will be three or four changes probably in our mark and for teams coming up against Celtic, St Mirren is tonight, that's an awful lot of talent to deal with over a 90-minute period. Cup shocks happen, as Hugh even says. Is this a total different proposition yeah, for I think, St Mirren? Yeah, I think um, if Celtic are at it, especially at home, um, then they'll run out comfortable winners. But I, I'm delighted Stephen Robinson's went there. He's got two guys up top. He knows the only way to try and take Celtic on is to get up the pitch a little bit now yes they they, they used those tactics the last time Celtic eventually overcame them comfortably before 4-0 but you could sit and, and defend against Celtic and they can still beat you 4 or 5 if St Mirren have any hope of getting anything they need to get the first goal to give them the confidence ok let's get that one up and running at Celtic Park then Clyde One Super Scoreboard Goal Flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Trade accounts available now. Call them today. And off we go at Celtic Park. Did you give me a specific prediction there, you hopeless duds? None of you got your predictions right today. I will go 3 0 Celtic. I'll go one more, four. Wow. Um, I'll go 3 1. 3-1 Celtic You were the only one that predicted a Wraith Rovers victory to be fair to you Yeah, yeah Been informed by the way the yeah, last few yeah, weeks Not bad Not yeah. bad at all Not as daft as you look Anyway uh, At Murrayfield 13-7 now to Scotland Ooh. Wales uh, Launching a bit of a fight back uh, Roger Hanna has just witnessed Ayr beat Elgin by 4 goals to 1 So it was all in fact it was 1-0 Elgin right until the death wasn't it and then mm. a, a late equaliser on to extra time score three times early in extra time and win it convincingly so Hugh avoided a shock of sorts did air and what, what a great outcome that is for them yeah, you know, in real, the quarter finals of the cup real kick in the teeth for Elgin I mean they were minutes away from the draw on Monday uh, and who knows I mean it could have been Celtic or Rangers against Elgin uh, but you know, a goal in the 90th minute is as valid as one in the first minute. Uh, and Ayr had the tenacity, determination, resilience, call it what you like, to hang in there. And they've got the reward. Uh, no surprise, Gordon Celtic trying to go on the front foot early on. And when I say early, I am 
I'm stretching it. We're talking yeah. 20 seconds on the clock here. But I just mean they're in they're in St Mirren territory with a throw in down by the corner. Yeah, the one thing we'll know uh, for fact is that Celtic will have the uh, bulk of the possession, Gordon. Um, they'll try and be on the front foot, try and get off to that good start, passing and movement, try and move St Mirren players round so they can find the gaps for the passes inside to cause them problems. They use the full width of the pitch. You've seen them starting a build up there on the left hand side that come round the back, down the right hand side, McGregor through the middle. Plenty of quality mm. in the Celtic side. Is it important, Mark, when you're like these domestic games can take on a similar theme? In terms of trying to break teams down I was just interested in what Celtic did there Because they had the ball on the corner at a throw-in Worked it to the edge of the box But quite quickly just went all the way back To the centre-backs to come out the other side Is there clearly an attempt there to At least try and bring St Mirren on to you a little bit To, to free up that space well, is that I, what that's I, I for? guess it's just recognising where to play And where the space is So, you know, not afraid to come out But if you notice They don't play too many backwards passes This Celtic side You know, if it does go back Once or twice It instantly comes forward They're always looking For where that gap is And you see Jota getting the ball What's his first thought? He's trying to play Moy in through the, through the gap there So, I mean, just right through the off You see the pace at the start games That I mean, when I, when I was at the club, we often felt our way into games. We didn't start as quick as this, and here's the first chance. Yeah, it was a great run from Jota, and he had options on. He, he, he was also well within his rights, I think, to carry on, because it was such a good run. He does get the shot off, and uh, Trevor Carson makes the save. I thought initially he was going to slide David Turnbull, who then maybe got in his way a little mm. bit. Is that fair? It's still a big debate that everybody has. Jota there, you see how dangerous it is coming off the right-hand side. People prefer him on the other one, but obviously the manager thinks he can do a job there with Maeda coming off the left-hand side with bags of pace, but already you can see Celtic mean business. They're on the front foot and they're starting to ask questions of St Mirren. Yeah, St Mirren, if they've any chance, would need to try and ride this out for a bit, Hugh. It's been fairly relentless opening. Got the look of statement night about it for me. Um, you know, the, the, they want a big night for Ange Postacoglu. The supporters want that, the players want that, they want to show... Uh, Postacoglu gave us this style of football the fans love this style of football uh, but for the first time St Mirren come yeah, across really the halfway good, line really good from Alex Gogic tenacious gets on the back of Callum McGregor robs him of possession tries to, to build something forward and um, had Celtic a little bit ragged there you have to say yeah well if St Mirren have any chance that's what they're going to need from all their players not just Gogic that not being afraid to get close to the Celtic players and he was right up in McGregor there manages to nick it and the committing bodies forward like we've seen a couple of weeks ago in the early stages committed bodies forward but ultimately got undone with Celtic's quality and that is the danger against a Celtic side two or three passes and they're up the other end and you know the game could be done pretty quickly yeah. a good opening lively absolutely 13-7 half time Murray Field to Scotland uh, keep the calls coming if you so wish 01419511025 the open line is here we've had some very upset and angry Motherwell fans so far it's just a bit more of a difficult open line when you've got extra time on and games kicking off and games tomorrow and Monday uh, it's all a bit all over the place 25-6 to six, away from home Still, Still no Stevie out. Hamill mm. to the press. Not unheard of. Not completely unheard of. Oh, nothing. But surprises now. A couple would, of weeks ago. Yeah. Well, it was done by Tim. It was side. done. And Dave Cormack was out doing the, oh. the post-match press conference. I don't see Motherwell going down that route. I really don't. Um, I don't see the, the chief exec or, or the chairman coming out and doing that. 
I think, I, there must I think be, this will roll on a bit. I think there must be talking going on, though. Uh, it, it is unusual. You know, you, you're a manager. You have to front up. You've gone out the cup to lower league opposition. You've got to front up and explain. You've got to speak to your people, the 2,000 Motherwell fans who went to Starks Park. Mm. I, I smell a rat. Oh, okay. Well, the longer it goes on, the harder I would find it to disagree with you. Um, um, you know, I've seen it happen before. You know, at least the Jim Goodwin reputedly went to Dave Cormack, the Aberdeen owner, and said, "I know it's not good enough." And then we saw those very sad pictures of Jim going across the pitch at Easter Road and leaving the ground on his own. Um, I think there must be something going on inside Starks Park between the Motherwell board and the manager because you know there's no other explanation for not going and addressing the, pl- the depends the where the manager time. is Hughes in, is he locked in the dressing room because he could be in there really holding court with his players sometimes you get in there you settle everything down players have their say mm. you have their yes, say because it's such a disappointing day so if he's locked in the dressing room with his players then I'd I can't see anything happening unless he's saying to his players, look, you've let me down, I've had enough, I can't take this forward, I'm going out there to, you know, put my cards on the table. Jim Goodwin knew it was coming. I don't think Stevie Hamill's that silly. He'll have heard the crowd, he'll have heard the reaction, he'll have watched the game with his players, and sometimes you get to the end of the road and you think, I can't take this any further. Now, I know people say, well, stick in until you get your money paid. I think Motherwell would look after Stevie Hamill because everyone will admit, as, as a player, he was a legend as a player and fans love him for that. And he'll never be forgotten for that. Let's not get carried away. We're treating him now as a football manager and just now, it ain't good enough. Still no sight of Stevie Hamill at Starks Park to speak to the press. As I say, every minute that that grows, maybe so does the suspicion. Celtic just... Overcooking it a bit in that final third I think the pass from Was it David Turnbull Was a bit heavy Yeah And out it goes um, So needing to To just tune Fine tune a few things In the final third I think it's good though It's a good start yeah. I, um, You know from both teams St Mirren obviously Not seen much of the ball But the pace the game's been played at You know Entertaining so far don't forget you can keep calling in the next section of the show. I know the game is on. If you want to talk about Rangers Partick Thistle, please do. Even Darvel against Falkirk and Motherwell fans after these will either have an indication of whether we will hear from Stevie Hamill or if it's looking less and less likely. So why not get in touch? After they play, you have your say. 1 Clyde 1 Super Celtic very close to an opener Not sure how deliberate it was It may have been a wayward cross from Maida But it came back off the post anyway Maybe we're doing them a disservice But Celtic hit the woodwork either way And come close to that opener Yeah, tremendous play That ball that we're so used to seeing That was Greg Taylor inside the fullback Maeda on it Miss it, cross Over the goalkeeper Hits the back post Yeah, good play Do you think he meant it? Definitely no. not Seen the goalkeeper off his line Went for a fast. Well, he makes post. his own luck, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, no, yeah. Maybe he did he's, he's, he, I think Chances later Hard for him He's better in the box And it hits off his face And goes in <laughs> His instincts are brilliant at that But You're right about that run uh, we're standing watching it and you think how's defenders but so hard to defend against when he's got such pace and obviously the quality of the pass 
Mm. You just think, you know, like you're right. If I'm a right back, right wing back, and I've watched that time and time again, I would just give myself just tucking. I would just, just tuck hold in. hands with the central defender. Yeah, you know, I'm watching the, the replay again, and he's actually gambling to try and. He's thinking Maeda's getting it to feet. Let him get it to feet. What's what's the lesser of two evils? Uh, right, I was hanging on a little bit because I'm still a little. I'm, I'm unsure. I'm suspicious of events here's at Stark's the, here's Park. The, here's the sight: the, the Celtic fans they want to see Kyogo down injured. Yeah, they do not. It's okay. Um, and it's that he's had shoulder, again. shoulder issues before. Yeah, he's against a... Rangers on the third of September. Yeah. Um, yeah, still nothing from Stark's Park, but nothing as in we haven't heard from Stevie Hamill either. So. I don't know. I don't know if we are perhaps on the verge of something big here at Starks Park. Let's bring in Gordon, who's a Motherwell fan from Cope Bridge. How would you sum up your feelings, Gordon? Evening, panel. How are you? You all right? I've been better. I'm uh, sure you feel the same. Oh, yeah. I've been a, a Motherwell fan now for over 40 years. And I've seen some really good times at the club, including winning the Cup back in 91, which every Motherwell fan holds on to dearly. Um, and I've seen some terrible teams in my time and, uh, and even including the, the team that faced Rangers um, in the playoffs and kept us up um, but this is without doubt one of the most lacklustre um, teams that I've ever watched at Fir Park this season they have no idea I wouldn't use words like no clue because they're professional footballers and they should know what they're doing. Um, they're paid some decent money at Fair Park and they, they have no idea. They, 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 they have no tactics, no formation. And for me, unfortunately, that comes from a manager who lacks awareness. Stevie Hamill is, without doubt, a club legend. But he's going to be a legend, he's going to be, sorry, tagged with the man that took Motherwell into the championship, unless the board, who are paid by the fans, because we are a, a fan-owned club, I'm one of those fans that puts my hard-earned money every month into the Wales Society, just like thousands of others. And for me, the appointment of Stephen Hamill at the time was the wrong decision. He was the cheapest option at the time for the club, I believe. He was the academy director. Um, his coaching ability was to, to coach the young players through. Um, and then he became academy director to look over and oversee the, 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 what the academy did. Yeah. At best, Stephen Hamill could have started out in the management ladder the way that Keith Lashley did as the number two to a more experienced manager or coach at the club. Now let me give you a bit of an update. Well, I wish it was more concrete, but it, look, this is live radio. You're kind of reacting as you go and trying to clarify things. The suggestion at Starks Park is that Stevie Hamill is not there anymore, as in not at the, not at the stadium. He's gone. So did not speak to Fraser Wishart and other assembled members of the media, did not speak to the BBC, who are the rights holders for the competition, and apparently is no longer at the stadium. Now... Oh, hold on, we've got one of these as well. It's all happening very quickly. Yes. 
with Clydebilt Home Improvements. Dyson in Maida scores Celtic once in Mirren nil. He's just gone straight through the middle because, sorry to tell you, Celtic fans, Kyogo was forced off with that injured shoulder. Uh, and if you thought O would come on as his direct replacement the way that Giacomacchus normally would, it was actually Leah Labada who came on. Uh, he had a hand in the goal, slipped it to man of the moment, Aaron Moy, you've seen it before, crossed in and then rolled home by Dyson Maida, but soured perhaps by an injury to Kyogo. As I was saying, Hugh Keevans, the suggestion from Starks Park, Stevie Hamill has left the stadium. What, do, what would that tell you? I said to you earlier, I smell a rat. And I have to say that remains my suspicion. Um, I would await a statement from Motherwell uh, later tonight. If, if he's left the stadium, but not on the team bus, that would be conclusive evidence for me. Uh, we have to get a clearer picture. But I do think there's something afoot. Might be a perfectly innocent explanation, Mark Wilson. It just it's hard to yeah, think of one. Just uh, now. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I think you know it's pretty abnormal for a manager or party's coaching team not to come out and address the media after a performance and result like that. Just with the way pressure's building on Stevie Hamill, it probably would suggest Hugh is mm. right. Something's coming Gordon this is not great Because this is proper speculation I acknowledge that But there's not really much Can add right this second How do you feel about that? Uh, I I'm feel Sorry s- I was going Gordon on the line My oh, apologies <laughs> My apologies Gordon On you go You no, take you're it right, away Gordon. You're alright You're alright um, I, I, I don't want to see I wouldn't want to see anybody lose their job I wouldn't want to see anybody step down I, I think um, You know I, I would like to use the words Over promoted I think that Stephen Hamill was over-promoted. I think he was a wrong choice by the board. I think the board made a, a snapshot decision. Uh, and I still believe my gut feeling, um, you know, speaking to other fans at the club, speaking to people in the club, that um, Stevie was the cheapest option. Um, Motherwell are, are a provincial club. We don't have, they don't have a lot of money. And the managers that we appoint, we, we have to stay in the Premier League. We have to stay there. I look at so many clubs, you know, if we get relegated into the Championship, we'll not come out of the Championship. Look what's happened to Hamilton Mackies. And I, and I just, you know, the fan base would drop off. Fan, Motherwell fans are very fickle. And, you know, while, while the majority of us are still loyal to the club, if we get into the Championship, the home gates would fall away. You, you lose the big the big away support from the Celtics, the Rangers, the Hearts of this world. Yeah. Um, the money would drop. We wouldn't afford the players that we that, that we have. We wouldn't afford any big names to come in and play at the club. It would be disastrous for us. Right. The latest now, and this is pro, this is rumor and speculation, and it's not great. I wish we could clear it up a bit more. Fraser Richards, the one that's he's on the ground at, at Starks Park and waiting to see if Stevie Hamill. You know, the suggestion that's now been fed back is that this is not a sacking for Stevie Hamill. <sighs> It certainly looks like that well, um, What it is if that's, if, if that's the case That does seem strange Because look Teams have bad results And managers Need to speak to the press yeah. And acknowledge the bad result Or If he doesn't feel that he can Brian Kerr does Or someone else mm. does But It makes Motherwell look amateur That's what makes them look uh, You know Again Gordon on the line Speaks about putting his Hard earned cash Into the club Along with thousands of others uh, it sells them short It sells them down the mm. river And that's unacceptable It's Mickey Mouse if you don't do that um, And you know the, the club, as I said earlier on The club is directionless, rudderless 
And this is another example. You, they're, they're, they're floundering in the dark. I think that I'd like to pick up a point that Hugh made, and I think Hugh is is, is absolutely correct. We are uh, amateurish, and I'd just like to to, to clarify that by saying, look at the, the what happened with Alan Burrows. Alan Burrows notified, and the club notified the fans on Twitter that he was um, stepping down from his CEO position, and we didn't get an official statement um, from the, the chairman from Mr McMahon until. Aberdeen made their announcement that he was taking over at Aberdeen. So yet again, the fans who essentially, for want of a better word, own the club, didn't get anything from back out of the club officially until it was announced that Alan Burrows was taking over as Aberdeen CEO. Yeah, it's a really difficult situation all round, more than just on the pitch, Gordon. And as it stands tonight, at eight minutes to six, still no clarity on Stevie Hamill. But it does look like he's left Starks Park that doesn't necessarily mean he's left the job. So just think he's left Starks Park. That's that's about all it seems to be at the moment. I'm, I'm afraid to another end. update, sorry, Hugh, from Fraser Wishart, who's there as well. So he's trying to keep us up to speed. But as you, you can just imagine, the press will all be huddled down there. It'll be whispers and rumours, and everyone's trying to pick up the phone, and no one would be taking your call. Someone probably. from Motherwell should come out and address the press. There's Of that, yeah. there's no doubt. Stevie Hamill will probably not sleep a wink tonight. Because uh, he loves the club, he's a motherable boy, but he's obviously decided to get himself mm. out of there and gather his thoughts. Okay, watch this space then. An interesting moment at Celtic Park. There, the Green Brigade section started unfurling a big banner. I've got sympathy for the poor uh, producer or director, whoever it would be, of the TV channel who said, "Quick, camera two, get zoomed in." On that banner And you see it says V-A-R And you think Oh this will be good There'll be a nice statement And you zoom in And you focus the lens And then a nice Big sweary word appears You know as in <laughs> The sweary word yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that you really Can't show mm. on your TV yeah. At quarter the, to six On the, a Saturday the, night The word embarrassment Has been used And they very quickly whoosh, Cut and, off of it And that is an embarrassment To Celtic as a club mm. Well you say that But probably a lot of fans In Scottish football Agree with that sentiment About VAR So No but um, I'm, I'm talking about The sentiment addressed To one individual That's an embarrassment To Celtic football club It should be condemned Outright by Peter Lawwell It's not a job for Ange Postacoglu mm. It's a job for Peter Lawwell The chairman That is disgraceful I do admire your um, your ambition Hugh But your attempts to separate Scottish football and bad language I think are beyond no, 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 even but, you but, but sometimes it goes beyond the pale And that well, it would, be, would it be any different Really from people Shouting it, it audibly the, the area of the ground Has cost Celtic Hundreds of thousands of pounds yeah, that's in my fines. Point. That's a sweary word. You're not getting fined for that. I, I never said we get fined. No, I just said it was so an embarrassment to Celtic Football Club. Jota has got a massive hole in his sock, <sighs> and he's sort of pointing out that it was a tackle that made that that caused that damage. Maybe the referee should have done something about it. I think was his point. Yeah, I think so. I think he's got a point there. You see something like that, the full bottom half of his sock is ripped at the ankle where he got a kick on it. Uh, no foul given. Right, we, look, we've been. It's very hard to spin all these plates at once. I always do say that on um, on nights like this. But Mark Celtic are one up. So what do you make of that? What about Dyson Maida's goal? Yep, well deserved so far. It's been a bright opening from Celtic. I thought the goal was very Celtic esque. You know, slick, great movement off the ball, great pass from Abada, and man at a moment, Aaron Moy gets his head up, picks out Maeda, 
Who's just been changed into middle Who finishes it A goal that we've seen mm. Time and time again At Celtic Park Just quickly to clarify Before I get myself in bother So I, the, the full banner Yeah Said I know uh, right. It was aimed at So yeah. it, was, it was aimed at a certain Individual within Scottish football I didn't see that bit uh, uh-huh. So there is a mention of VAR And then it was aimed at um, A certain politician Who may or may not Also be a Official well, Running the in line Scotland. Yeah. Celtic so It's at the game um, Anyway We don't really have time For that right now We're very late already Quickly though Hugh Celtic leading Big shocks today Injury to Kyogo There's a lot to try and cover Well there was so much Speculation when uh, Georgios Giacomakis uh, Left the club That w- what happens If Kyogo gets injured Well now it's happened uh, And all that matters In this part of the world Is the cup final In two weeks time and the Celtic fans will want to know Kyogo's availability mm. or lack of it for that cup final but they're all over St Mirren and if they don't go on and add to their lead it would be a major surprise What a day, it's been huge cup shocks Motherwell out at Wraith Rovers Livy out at home to Inverness As far as we know right now Stevie Hamill is still the Motherwell manager We'll see what happens over the weekend Rangers, Partick Thistle tomorrow and what a tie to round it off on Monday night Darville against Falkirk so thank you to the guys in here to Gordon, Mark and Hugh thanks to the top team around the grounds keeping us up to speed on what was happening and as always thanks to you thanks for all your calls your tweets and keeping us company on a Saturday afternoon we are back on Monday night from 6 and it's George next with the GBX